his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. And good afternoon. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter and host of the State of California, along with Patty Rising and Brett Burkhart. In the wake of the recent Supreme Court decisions, there's new talk in California of succeeding from the United States and becoming our own country. There's similar buzz in Texas, too. And this kind of chatter is not new, of course, but it's suddenly gaining a lot more traction. Yeah, I actually overheard a heated conversation about this idea at our neighborhood July 4th celebration. And while the northernmost part of California has been talking for years about seceding to create the new state of Jefferson, serious people seem to be actually thinking about California breaking away from the union and creating its own nation, not just a nation state any longer, but an independent country. For more on whether this is even remotely possible and how it might work, we're joined live today on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by by Daryl West, He is vice president and director of governance studies and a senior fellow at the Brookings Institution. He is an expert on secession. For decades, he was a political science professor at Brown University. Thank you so much for being with us. So first of all, how realistic is it that a state could secede from the union? And maybe you can explain for people, you know, what a long and laborious process that would entail. I mean, I think it's a pretty far-fetched idea right now, but it is weird that people in California and Texas are talking about it. I've actually done uh, several news uh, interviews on this uh, topic, which in my life I never would imagine would uh, come up. But it's a sign of how polarized the country is, how states are moving in very different directions. The Supreme Court decision certainly have not helped. It's uh, kind of pitting a state against a state. Uh, Your governor in California has been running ads taunting Florida and saying, you know, if you really want freedom, move to uh, California. So it's kind of just part of the national polarization that we're seeing, but also the fact the states are getting more militant with one another and disagreeing on fundamental policy issues. It's uh, it's interesting. We do hear this argument from time to time, but with the long shot chance of seceding, Are there political reasons for even bringing it up in the first place, especially in an election year? I mean, in the case of California, I'm dubious about this right now just because Democrats are in control of the national government. So even though California may disagree with things that are happening in Florida and Texas, in Washington, D.C., you know, there's a Democratic president and uh, at least a nominally a Democratic House and uh, Senate. But I think it's an open question, like what happens if Trump wins in 2024? And let's say there's a Republican House and Senate and that uh, Congress is uh, passing much more right wing stuff than uh, is the case right now. I think the talk in California would get more serious at that point just because the policy differences of California versus Washington would be much more extreme than what we see today. So it it sounds great when you first start talking about it. We're going to break off. We're going to run our own show. But that also means we're going to run our own military. I mean, it, it is such a complex proposition to set up a government. I, I just I find it so daunting. I don't know if people if it's not for political reasons, really think it's going to happen. 
No, you're exactly right. Uh, on the superficial level, it actually sounds very appealing because everybody wants to control their own fate. And California is a pretty democratic state. And so, you know, they're in a strong position to basically set their own policy. But when you actually think about what it would mean, uh, like just in terms of interstate commerce, like what happens if Nevada and Montana want to put tariffs on uh, California goods that are being imported into their state? Uh, like if it's state to state, there are no tariffs. But if it's a independent country, uh, then states could impose tariffs uh, there. So you have that issue. What about border control? You know, would there be visas uh, that would be required? You mentioned the issue of the military. Uh, what happens in national defense? Does California have to have its own Army, Navy, Air Force, and Marines? Like, that's actually a pretty expensive uh, proposition. So when you start getting into the specifics of what it would mean and, you know, the types of things that uh, people would have to think about, it becomes a much more complicated topic. In this current political environment, there are people who fear that, you know, we're heading for another civil war in this country, but maybe a bloodless one that's entirely political. Given this deepening divide between red and blue states, I mean, could you see this country breaking apart someday? I mean, I'm 67, and for every other year of my life, I would have given a resounding no. But given all the craziness in the country right now, you can't really dismiss the possibility of some of these wild scenarios of either armed conflict or serious legal conflicts uh, or some of the things that we have been uh, talking about. Like, things have happened over the last few years that we never would have imagined. So I do think people should think about some of the weird scenarios just because things that seemed far-fetched a few years ago actually have taken place at various points. So we do need to uh, take them seriously. And just to piggyback on Doug's uh, question there, I mean, what is it going to take to end this sort of talk to confront how dysfunctional our system is becoming? Do you think we need to hold, uh, say, another constitutional convention or maybe consider uh, major amendments to the Constitution? Well, we definitely need fundamental political reforms because in so many ways our system is just not uh, functioning well right now. Uh, we're entering an era of what we call counter-majoritarianism, where majority preferences are not being enacted into law. If anything, uh, laws are actually being enacted uh, that reflect the views of small numbers of people as opposed to large numbers of people. Like, you know, we clearly saw that on abortion uh, policy, where two-thirds of the country uh, favors a pro-choice stance, and six people on the Supreme Court decided otherwise. Uh, you know, most Americans uh, think we need to take much more decisive, decisive action on climate change. Uh, that's not happening. So we do need to look at our political institutions that are underrepresenting large states and overrepresenting small and medium-sized uh, states. There's gerrymandering in-house uh, districts. Like in November, Democrats almost have to win, I think, by seven or eight percentage points nationally in the House elections in order to get a majority. If they win 52-48, there still probably is going to be a Republican majority. So there are fundamental flaws in our current system, and the polarization just makes it very difficult to take the types of policy actions that we need to take. All right. Well, thanks so much for being with us. Daryl West, Vice President and Director of Governance Studies and a Senior Fellow at the Brookings Institution. Yeah, it's probably far-fetched. It's a, it's a long, arduous process, but people are actually talking about this in the current climate. Secession, probably not going to happen. You can hear the state of California and maybe someday the, the nation of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It's also available on the Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. You can find me on Twitter at Sovereign Nation. See, I'm already independent there. Uh, I'm Doug Sovereign, KCB. <laughs> 
his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas... Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.